All righty, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Sunday, week nine of the NFL season. And uh, Wiz, how are you doing today? Yeah, doing good. And uh, just thinking to myself the other day how quickly football season moves by. And uh, I think, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of things that, that have become uh, an important part of the uh, important issues in the NFL. But I, I, one thing that has just been so disturbing is the lack of transparency with these coaches about injuries. And uh, <clears throat> I know you suffered uh, your share, but uh, the Bateman thing and the Michael Thomas thing, it's like <clears throat> very rare to get full transparency on what's going on with these players. Yeah, and I think, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit when we were doing the waiver wire pickups for the week. Uh, Especially when you look at the schedule and next week, the Baltimore Ravens off. Mark Andrews is one of those key players that's not going to play this week. And it just, you know... John Harbaugh has just not been frank about the injuries. Like he's 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 front and center yeah. at the moment. We know Pete Carroll's notorious for this, but yeah, it, it's very difficult to trust tr- trust what coaches have to say. Um, there are there are a few key players returning from injuries. Um, there are a number of teams that are suffering from a, a plethora of injuries. Uh, Darren Waller can't get back on the field. Keenan Allen can't get back on the field. Looks like Cordero Patterson is going to get back out there. It'll be interesting to see the usage there. Um, and, and I think the the tough part about this week, Wiz, is that this is this is a week where six teams are actually one of two bye weeks where six teams are going to be off this week. Yeah, and I'll tell you another. Yeah, the bye weeks and the injuries and the lack of transparency make it so difficult. But I'll tell you, one of the most frustrating players has got to be this, what's going on. I only own them in one league. But it's got to be so frustrating because I speak to so many people in other leagues who have this player is DeAndre Swift. I mean, he's active, he's playing. You think, like, if the guy's playing and he's ready to go, he'll get, uh, you know, if not a full share, he'll be out there for 40% of the snaps. He's out there. He gets very limited time, but he's playing. So what are you supposed to do with a caliber of a player like that who you know can put up 100, 150 yards worth of offense in two touchdowns if he's given the, you know uh, enough plays to do something with, and then you see him and he, he's, he's barely playing. So he's got to be at the very top of the list, or certainly amongst the um, top players that are very frustrating this year to own. Oh, yeah, no, no question about it. I, I don't I – don't happen to own him in any any league but that being said you know you look at a Lions team that is without a lot of playmakers right DJ Shark's not around this week uh, Josh Reynolds is going to miss the game they just traded away TJ Hawkinson um, so they're in need of some playmakers uh, if they make better use of, of Swift this week that remains to be seen um, I would think I'm, I'm on St. Brown if he can stay on the field for this particular ball game will be a big beneficiary of what goes on this week against the Packers but yeah definitely a frustrating player to own this year no doubt about it all right let's get the draft king so <clears throat> i want you to take us out of quarterback what are your thoughts this week who do you um who do you love on draft kings and who are you fading right, so i i think you to me uh, each week on these draft king boards was <clears throat> i believe they're they're begging you to take value at quarterback and and that's the way i look at it once again not saying that i don't like certain guys uh at the top of the board but you know quite frankly if you're going to give me geno smith for 5800 and 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 fields for I think fifty two hundred, uh, a player that's actually gained some traction. They're using him in a different way. Uh, I'm going to look for value there, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, 
believe it or not, I, I'm going to, I think the Jet defense has played very well. Uh, Josh Allen is a fantastic player. He's going to be productive, but I don't know that I would spend that extra money to spend 8500 on on Josh Allen. I didn't like what I saw also from Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals last week, Wiz. And I, you know I like this Carolina Panther defense, uh, young defense. And by the way, I like the Carolina Panthers, period, this week. Uh, I'll go over that in the games. Uh, but I'm going to fade Joe Burrow at 6600 very interesting to me um yeah i don't i don't mind you know anything that you said in regarding the fate of josh allen that's you know that's that's interesting one and um his his salary is very very high so i could certainly understand that the i want to i want to play trevor lawrence this week at 5200 he has not been great by any means but the Raiders have a tendency to make opposing quarterbacks, especially in fantasy football, look good. So I want to play him at 5,200. And the quarterback I'm going to fade is my beloved Vikings quarterback, Kirk Cousins at 6,200, who just doesn't have the same mojo uh, and fantasy points when he's when the Vikings are on the road as he is at, uh, when they're at home. So I want to play Trevor Lawrence at 5,200. I want to fade Kirk Cousins at 6,200. All right. Very good. Uh, off to running back. Why don't you start us off there? Yeah. So um, I, I just think uh, the the Packers blueprint is what they kind of did in the second half of the Bills and get a tremendous dosage of, of AJ, of Aaron Jones. You may see Dylan there as well. So I want all of Aaron Jones uh, at running back at 7,400. Uh, again, going right back to that Raider game, I just think ETN is in a great matchup where he is not only going to run the ball, probably to catch five or six balls in a game. So I really want to I want to play him at um, at 6,300. Uh, and then I just have to fade David Montgomery uh, at 6,000 for a myriad of reasons. And first and foremost is I just feel Khalil Herbert is the better player. Uh, we've been saying this for since the since the start of the season, and I think the Bears are finally not only realizing that, but are going to do something about that. So, for the lack of usage and Khalil Herbert probably getting in there a lot, I'm going to fade David Montgomery at six thousand. I a hundred percent with you. I had the same player on my list. Uh, I'll start with my fades at running back uh, for all the reasons that you mentioned. I agree. Uh, I, I don't like, I, I just mentioned uh, Joe Burrow. I don't like the way Joe Mixon is playing. Yards per carry is low. Offensive line has been terrible, despite the fact that they, you know, re, uh, put a lot of investment in that offensive line in the offseason. But Joe Burrow, uh, sorry, Joe Mixon has not been the same player. Um, he's at 6,500. I'm fading that player as well. And I don't know. Maybe you're going to start seeing a little bit more of a shift. It's slowly been happening in Tampa Bay, uh, where Fournette has really not had the same type of uh, season that he's had the last couple of years. And Rashad White seems to be cutting into his workload a little bit. So I'm fading Leonard Fournette uh, against the Rams defense this week. I actually think that's going to be a pretty low-scoring ball game. Um, but we'll see what ends up happening there. I, I love that sweet – I don't disagree with you saying um, – in terms of the Green Bay running backs, but I, I really like that sweet spot around 6,300, 6,200. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Kenneth Walker, the third, and Travis Etienne. I, I love all three of those players, Wiz. Yeah, it's going to be a tremendous workload for Stevenson with uh, with Harris, they're saying, going to miss the game. So um, he, he's proven um, 
to be a terrific fantasy player, and he's catching passes, four or five passes a game as well. So uh, there's a lot to like about all of those players. So why don't you uh, move us along to a wide receiver? What are your thoughts there? Uh, wide receiver, uh, I think I'm on, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Uh, we'll have a big game against the Packers this week because he's going to probably get double-digit targets as long as he stays on the field. 6,600, I'm taking that player. Uh, Terry McLaurin, I think, the momentum after that uh, terrific catch he made at the end of that Indianapolis game. Going against the Vikings, who the Vikings is still struggling a little bit against the pass, and um, I, I like the matchup. 5,900, Terry McLaurin. Uh, a player that's going to be should be widely owned and widely used and shouldn't be sitting on any waiver wires, especially with all the injuries going on. But Josh Palmer at fifty one hundred, and I mentioned the Bears and that momentum that seems to be going in the right dire- direction in terms of the offense. But Darnell Mooney at forty seven hundred, um, those are the receivers that I like. Um, the, the guy I'm going to fade this week, um, two, two guys I'm going to fade. I, I know they're I, I know they're playing against a. Not a terrific defense in the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I just nothing looks right about the rate of passing game right now. So it's seventy nine hundred Devontae Adams until uh, guilty until proven innocent, and going to be a bit, bit windy in Chicago. Uh, the number for Tyree Kill is a large number, but I'm going to fade Tyree Kill at that eighty five hundred level. Wiz, you're always on top of the weather. Um, I was looking at McLaurin as well. I went to a few, a few different uh, receivers. I'm going to start with uh, my fade. Uh, I'm going to fade DK Metcalf this week. Um, I just think he has a difficult time uh, against Byron Murphy. He just seems to have Metcalf's number. He, he had a very quiet game the week they played earlier this season. So I'm going to fade him at 6,400. Uh, I think to your point, I think you know, you're going to see a lot of Kenny Walker um, like you did in the first matchup. So I want to feed Metcalf at 6,400. Um, I have to keep playing Chris Olave. Um, he's just getting so many targets against the Ravens secondary that has just proven that they really can't cover anybody. So I want him at 6,400. And DJ Moore... Uh, with Walker as the quarterback, has seemed to come back to life. So I want I want DJ Moore at 5800. So a lot of and more, and I'm going to fade TK Metcalf this week. All right, interesting. All right, very very interesting. And uh, go to um, going to go to um, to uh, wide receiver. Oh, tight end. I mean tight tight end this week. I'm gonna, I'm going to do something uh, a little. Um, I mean, I don't really like to fade this type of player because he just is so good every single week. But at the at the price tag, just because he's had a little bit of struggles, because I'm thinking that maybe the Titans will be able to play a little bit of ball control with ground and pound, I'm going to fade at the very top of the list, Travis Kelsey at uh, at 7900. So. Um, I know it's a, I know it's a you know like I said a little bit risky but I just want to fade him um just I think he may not his stats may not equal that price tag and I'm all about uh Gerald Everett this week um 4800 he'll be my play of the day um I just feel Falcons can cover the tight end the Chargers don't have their top two receivers uh, I just think it's a perfect storm Gerald Everett, 
4,800, loving this week. Yeah, I love Gerald Everett as well at the same level. Uh, exactly what you said. Um, and, and he'll be a key player as well as Palmer and Eckler today in terms of Justin Herbert and where, how he distributes the ball. Um, I'm, I'm going to trust Robert Tanyan this week, Wiz, uh, at, at 3,800, uh, given all the stuff that's going on with the Green Bay receivers. I think he's the guy that Aaron Rodgers is going to trust. Um, my, and my fade, just because he's playing his first game with his new team, that, that's Hawkinson at 5,000. I want to see what it looks like. And, and Zach Ertz, since, since um, Hop, Hopkins has come back and the fact that they're working uh, Rondell Moore into the offense a little bit more, I think Zach Ertz is going to become a little bit more touchdown dependent than touch dependent. Um, so I'm a little bit wary of uh, his ranking at 5,100, Wiz. All righty. Uh, do you have a break the slate player, a player that's kind of near the bottom in terms of salary at the position that you think is going to have a breakout game. Yeah, I have two guys, uh, one at wide receiver at 4,000. It's Khalif Raymond because uh, other guys are not playing. And uh, at tight end, it's going to be uh, Moreau from the Raiders, uh, who got seven targets last week, caught five balls, 3,200. Darren Waller's not going to be playing. I think this game uh, will will get uh, a guy like Moreau involved uh, frequently. And my break the slate player is going to be in the same game. I think today is going to be Hunter Renfro Day. He has done basically nada, zip zilch all year. But I look at the receivers that have kind of done well against um, the Jags, and um, I just think Hunter Renfro is going to have a game where he catches six or seven passes. So Hunter Renfro, six, seven catches in my opinion, maybe even a touchdown. Maybe 70, 80 yards is my break this late player at uh, wide receiver at 4,500. I got to tell you, I have been shocked, uh, especially in this Josh, Josh McDaniels offense that Hunter Renfro has been. I, I, I realize he was dealing with some injuries along the way here, but how marginalized he has been this year has just been shocking to me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, I was so high on Renfro. I know in a draft that you and I are partners in, I was so frustrated when the guy took Hunter Renfro right before our pick, but at the end of the day, uh, it's proven that he's just done, you know, he's been, it's been a complete disappointment. Um, and I'm telling you, with the exception of Josh Jacobs, is there a player on that Raiders offense who's not been a disappointment? I mean, no. I don't know. Adams, I guess, has had some good games, but he's not exceeding expectations, I don't think. And, uh, we know it's been terrible with Waller. It's been terrible with Renfro. It's been terrible with Derek Carr. So uh, it's been frustrating. Uh, today's going to be my fin- you know my my final straw with Hunter Renfro because I just think I look at some of the players like Wondell Robinson and Jerry Judy. Some of these guys who are tricky route runners in the middle of the field who had good games against them, and I think it's going to be now or never for Hunter Renfro. So. This will be my last stand with Hunter Renfro. All right. There you go. I don't, can't disagree with the, with the rationale at all. All righty. Let's get to uh, wages on the games, player props. So let's start with the games. Are there any sides, totals, or anything that stand out to you today? Yeah, I got five games this week, Wiz. Um, uh, the, there are two games that I, I really, really love uh, out of the five games, so I'll save those for last. But I mentioned the Panthers uh, getting seven and a half points uh, since the ter- since the chain at, change at coaching and a quarterback uh, and the trade of McCaffrey. This team has new lives 
new life breathed into it. Uh, I've mentioned this young defense. They're going against the Cincinnati Bengal team that I think has struggled, getting seven and a half points. So I'm going to take the Panthers there, Wiz. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Jaguars against the Raiders because the Raiders are now going to have to travel in this game. I don't like that. I like Trevor Lawrence in this offense. I like Etienne in this game. So I like the Jaguars at home getting one and a half against the Raiders. Uh, I think the Patriots will make life very difficult for a rookie quarterback and Sam Ellinger. They're laying five and a half points, but give me the Saints. Sorry, give me the give me the give me the Pats. Excuse me. Um, the two games I love, I love the Saints getting two and a half points at home. I might be down to two now, but I took it at two and a half. I love the Saints. It's a double play for me uh, tomorrow night uh, against the Ravens. And you know what? Andy Reid has a extended track record of coming back very strong after a bye week. It's a lot of points. It's up to 12 and a half. I don't know who's playing quarterback. Uh, it's either going to be an injured Tannehill or a guy who can't pass in Malik Willis. Um, they will obviously try to get uh, Derrick Henry going in this game, but uh, Andy Reid after a bye week laying 12 and a half. Patrick Mahomes in the gang. Let's see what they do with Kadarius Tony. but I love the Chiefs laying 12 and a half, Wiz. All righty. Uh, some of the last two of your, are your best games. That is correct. All righty. Um, for me, um, I'm going to take the Chargers, and I'm going to lay three points on the road against the Falcons, and I'm fully aware that there's no Keenan Allen, there's no Mike Williams. That being said, I think the bye week, Justin Herbert <clears throat> had that injury early in the year and just has him in himself, and I have a feeling the bye week is going to do him well. So I'm going to take the Chargers, and I'm going to lay three points on the road. And then I think the Rams are going to be Tampa Bay today in a game that <clears throat> a lot of people are considering uh, looking at this game and saying the loser of this game is, is going to be finished for the year, even though Tampa Bay is in a division where I don't even know what the division winner's record is going to be. But that said, I just think Donald, who wrecks havoc against these offensive lines when they're a good offensive line, and that interior offensive line for Tampa Bay. And the one thing that causes Brady the most problems is rush right up the middle. He doesn't want to be moved off his spot. So you have the best interior lineman going up against a really poor offensive line with a quarterback who is aging, doesn't want to move off his spot. I just think as bad as the Rams have been, not only do the Rams cover with the three points that I I think the Rams are going to beat Tampa Bay today. I can't disagree with any of that. I mean, I don't, I don't like Brady this week, um, and I think, yeah, that 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 defense is going to do a number on that offensive line. I agree. Well, I'm going to get to my player props first, and then uh, I'll hear what you have to say. I'm, I'm going to make mine short and sweet. It's a tight end day today for me. Um, the stars are just aligned perfect for for Gerald Everett in this game. Um, they can't cover the tight end, the Falcons. Uh, without their two receivers missing, you know, being there, I just feel it's going to be Eckler, Everett, and Josh Palmer. Those are going to be the three guys that he throws the ball to. So I'm going to double dip on Everett. I'm going to go uh, over 40, four and a half receptions, and I'm going to go over 49 and a half receiving yards, which is pretty high. But I think um, they realize what's going to happen in this game. That's why they set the line like that. So I'm going to double dip on Everett. And I'm going to play both tight ends in the Seahawks-Arizona game. Um, the Cardinals, 
every single tight end has, has played well against them. And Geno Smith throws the ball to both tight ends. The snap count was so high for both tight ends and Disley and Noah Font that they were playing so much 12 personnel that they both were out there for over 75% of the plays last week. So I'm going to play Noah Font over 27.5 receiving yards and Will Disley over 19.5, where I'm looking at and thinking that the worst I'm going to do is split and I feel good about both guys going over. And I'm also going to go with Hunter Renfro over four and a half receptions. I think today is Hunter Renfro today. So Everett, Font, Disley, Hunter Renfro uh, are my player props today. What say you? All right. Uh, I'm going with Jacoby Myers uh, over 58 and a half yards receiving. Uh, he's he's a security blanket 100% uh, for uh, uh, Mac Jones. Uh, you're not going to have... Uh, Devontae Parker playing in this game. Um, that's the guy that's going to get all the attention. So over 58 and a half yards for Jacoby Myers. Uh, I mentioned about Justin Fields in terms of the way he's running the football. 15 and a half yards rushing. I'm taking the over. He's been over that number four games in a row now. Uh, I think that trend continues. Um, this is my play of the day, Wiz, is in terms of uh, uh, prop bets. I love both of these bets. There's no J.D. McKissick. I think the Washington Commanders have figured out how they're going to use Antonio Gibson. I love over three and a half catches, and I love over 24 yards. I'm playing both of them double. Um, that's my play of the day in terms of prop bets. Alvin Kamara, over 36 and a half receiving yards uh, Monday night against the um, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and we, we've talked a little bit about this uh, Jacksonville Raider game. Uh, Christian Kirk has slumped the last couple of weeks, but uh, I see him bouncing back big, over 56 and a half yards for Christian Kirk this week, Wiz. Yeah, I really liked the uh, – I mean, I, I didn't think of it, but uh, the fact that McKissick's out and, and the way they're using uh, Gibson in the passing game and people don't realize that he was a hybrid running back receiver in college. So uh, uh, I like that one so much that I'm going to join you on that one. Uh, that that seems uh, – those two numbers seem pretty good um, of a likelihood of, of hitting. So uh, I, I like it. So well, we'll, see, uh, we'll see how it plays out. All right, fantastic. So uh, that's it for week nine, week nine plays. Uh, we'll be back next week to recap. Uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Good luck in all the action, Wiz. Good luck in all your games. And uh, we will talk next week. You got it.